AC from ground control. Is there anybody out there? This is KC on transmission 177.6. Is there anybody out there? This is Sergeant C from the Resistance. Is there anybody out there? I don't know, sir. Well, greetings, welcome, my fellow Liberty lovers. I'm assuming there's some out there left. I know you're out there. I'm just teasing on that one. But welcome. How are you today? It is Thursday, July 14th. I hope you had a good July 4th. I hope you had many good days since then. It's nice to be back with you. In case you don't know, in case you just stumbled in, you don't know what the heck's going on, Actually, for any of those folks collecting government assistance, it's probably a little too early for you to be up right now, but that's okay, even if you are. Welcome from across the fruited plains, as El Rushbo would say. Even beyond that, across the seas, around the globe, who knows, maybe we're making it into outer space. Uh, Probably not, but that's okay. We'll give it a shot anyway. But in case you don't know where you're at, this is the Vault 76 show. I'm your humble, meager host, KC, and you're tuned in to WKAIR1776.com. The AIR stands for American Independence Radio. Imagine that, independence somewhere in America. Whoa, what a concept. I think you would have to go back to when? Oh, yeah, 1776 to find that. In the population as a whole, let me just say that. It's not totally gone. It's not totally out there, nowhere. But as for a whole of the population, the greatest amount of people, the majority, if you would like to say, and maybe it's true now, But maybe the majority is just a bit silent these days. Could be. Or they're being silenced in some way, shape, or form. Anyway, welcome. I'm glad to have you. I'm thankful to have you. We have listeners all the way to New Zealand, everywhere. I could name a bunch of countries and other places that are kind of sticking with us, even though I'm in and out of the airwaves a little bit. I'm going to try to be more consistent now. Over Starting over the next week or so, look, folks, I work a full-time job, too. So it's kind of rough coming in. I got, you guys, you guys get it. We all got lives and the rest of the stuff out there. But for a while, for a year or so, I was doing this kind of full-time to see if it would... I could pick it up enough to (laughs) not have to go (laughs) do something else full-time just to fund this and other stuff. But it didn't work out that way, but don't worry. We're coming back at you anyway. And then, for those of you who know, my wife was gone. She came back, and, you know, wives can take up a lot of time. And I enjoy it, actually, so no worries there. But let's get to it. 
If you've listened to me before, you know I've been listing one by one the Globalist Manifesto. And out of the 25, we are at number 10. So let me give you the manifesto number 10 from all the types of the Klaus Schwab's of the world. The Bill Gates and the rest of them. And don't worry, I'm going to get to him as well. But here we go. Number 10. There is no place in nature for equality, liberty, and fraternity. These words are abstracts to be used by us to control the legions which bear our banners with enthusiasm on the ruins of existing aristocracies we will set up an aristocracy of money the qualification for this aristocracy is simply the wealth which is dependent upon us one more time for those of you in Rio Linda there is no place in nature for equality Liberty and fraternity. That'd be brotherhood for you folks out there in Rio Linda. These words are abstracts to be used by us to control the legions which bears our banners. With enthusiasm on the ruins of existing aristocracies, we will set up an aristocracy of money. The qualification for this aristocracy is the wealth which is dependent upon us now think of that about that for just a few moments there's some that know where their wealth comes from like that and then there are some who don't so if you're one of those wealthy folks the multi-millionaires take a moment really where does your wealth come from which brings me to something i want to cover here because i'm i'm being told constantly i'll have people call me or text me or Email me and go, hey, what about the Tucker Carlson's and other people of the world? Now, on the evening news, and I'll just give it to you like this if I can. Here we go. Any of those folks, and if you're one of them, so sorry, but kind of, it's an old song, but a goodie, an oldie, but a goodie. Here you go. I make my living off the evening news. Just give me something something I can use. People love it when you lose. They love dirty laundry. Ring a bell, anybody? Here we go. Don't, hang on there. We're not done yet. <laughs> if you can put up with my singing voice. <laughs> Sorry. Just comes out better that way than just saying it sometimes. But it's, they weren't done. This, you know, old songs. This song is from the 70s or early 80s, I think. I remember hearing it when I was a kid. But just think about that. Make my living on the evening news. And then you got, you know, the bubble-headed bleach blonde. She comes on at five. She can tell you about the school mass shooting with a gleam in her eye. It's interesting when people die. Give us dirt and laundry. Can we film the operation? Is he or she yet? You know the boys and the girls in the newsroom gotta run in bed. Get the dude who's the first female admiral on the set. We need dirt and laundry. Now, you don't really want to know what's going on. You don't really need to know just how far it's gone. Just leave well enough 
alone, eat your dirty laundry. And for all those that say that, you know, about the folks like the Tucker Carlson's, well, we can do the innuendo, we can dance and sing, but when it's said and done, we haven't told you a thing. And there you go. It's on Fox, folks. And I know, you know, I've recently been told a couple things about maybe some folks there. Look, I don't hate anybody. <laughs> In fact, there's a couple people I like there. If you're one of them out there and you're uh, tuned in in some way, shape, or form, send me an email. Love to talk to you. Not on air or anything. We can do it off air. Educate you a little more. That's just my feeling on it, folks. And let me go back to, to uh, just, I'm going to use, I'm not picking on him. I know he covers some good stuff, but I, I got to just say what is, what is. And it's kind of going back to that little bit to that aristocracy we were just talking about. And once you have, once you have comfort, wealth, it's going to be very difficult to to want to give that up or even risk giving it up. I get it. No, no matter what level you're on or we're on, nobody wants to lose what they have. I completely understand that feeling, especially. Look, folks, I've gone from being an E5 in the Army, not making much money, to making several hundred thousand dollars a year. It's very nice. I can't even imagine what several million dollars a year is like. <laughs> but I walked away from the several hundred thousand just in the government contracting world just for my own conscience. But I know not everybody wants to do that. I get it. But my point about this is, is those folks like that, and I'm just going to use this as an example when a certain individual was interviewing a former InfoWars reporter. Her name's slip, slipping from my mind at the moment. But you had a certain person there, big name that I've already mentioned, say, well, when they took deplatformed InfoWars and Alex Jones... This person was, well, I would have loved to have done something, but I was on a fishing trip in Nova Scotia, Newfoundland, or someplace like that. Now, this person doesn't live in those areas. So first off, <laughs> if you're going on a fishing trip somewhere where you might have to take a private plane or <laughs> drive further than your pickup will take you, that's where we used to go on fishing trips at, about as far as we could drag the boat. So, but they couldn't drag themselves away from the cigars and the 40-year-old bottle of scotch I was drinking to help the person out. So it didn't seem like they were willing to risk very much in that instance just to speak up publicly about somebody being deplatformed and censored. Eventually, they'll get around to them too, even if they currently work for one of the propaganda outlets. Just think about that. And I get it. That's kind of the problem as a whole, all across the nation. None of us want to lose what we have. And the sad fact about it is really, in truth, is we're all going to lose it. You, anybody remember the quote? History will record when we lose this here that those who had the most to lose 
did the absolute least in preventing its happening. I know people, I've told them, that work for people who have millions of dollars and small businesses, and they hoard it. <laughs> I get it. But they're not willing to risk that. Don't want to go in. Look, no matter how you cut it anyway, every day we live, life is a gamble. Every part of it. It's like going into the casino and throwing it all down on 13 red or 13 black, whatever that number is. I don't know. <laughs> if it comes up red or black, I have no idea. And seeing how the wind... When the uh, wheel spins. That's really the truth of it. Everything else is a mirage. There is no such thing as security. There's, it doesn't exist. All of us are going to lose everything we have here, including this life itself. And we're all going to make that jump to light speed at some point. Many people I would not want to be in that realm. Or when that day comes, and not even sure sometimes I want to be mean when it comes. <laughs> There's some others out there that I think are a little bit, a lot, not a little bit, but way beyond where I'm at. So, wouldn't want to be them, definitely not. But anyway, I, hopefully you get the point on that one. Not hacking or trying to beat somebody down or disparage them in, in any way. I try to, you guys know, I, I give it to you straight how it comes here, right off the cuff, emotion, all of it. And sometimes I don't like it because all this stuff just really makes me mad and I come out and blow it out on the microphone. And often I don't feel good about it afterwards because I always don't want to just add more angry words to the already cacophony of anger and hate going on out there. So it's a, I try to remember a uh, line from the Black Eyed Peas songs, you know, it says, got to take control of your mind and meditate. Let your soul gravitate to the love, y'all. And I know that there was someone who set a much better example at all this than I could ever hope to obtain that didn't speak with angry words and spoke to everyone with compassion and love. So I I feel disappointed when I don't do that, even here on this microphone. So I'm going to keep that in mind, from and I try to now and on. So when I say I'm not hacking on those people or, or just trying to blow anger at them, I'm not. But I would like to remind everyone the reality of it. And speaking of those things, it's been a few minutes, so let me get back to the... Mo or let me get to the most obvious ones that are out there now, because I've had people call me, hey, what do you think about them, this, that, and the other thing? No problem. And I'm not going through this in a, any particular order. Just going to go through it. Let me start off with, first off, Trump is, let me just start there. I got other ones right after it. but And I'm starting there because we're approaching elections, and I noticed he's backing some real... <laughs> People that aren't on our side, let's just say, I, come on, Dr. Oz, and there's a couple other ones out there that he's really just mirroring what he did in office. Look, this was the, and I'm not hacking on Trump either, but here's another example. You know, 
you ever, if you've ever seen the movie Trading Places with Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd, follow the story. I'm sure most of you have. But at the very end of it, when they caused the Duke brothers to be broke, he goes, you know, we just thought about it. And, you know, what's the best way you hurt a rich person? You make them poor. So anybody out there at Trump's level, they're certainly not going to want to be go and have to worry about paying bills like you and I do. Not going to risk all of it. And you can say during part, nah, I'm beginning the more and more this goes on to think that was just a scam. I said in one of the last shows right before, either the last one I did or the one right before that, that I would cover, and, and I mentioned it right at the end of it, there was an organization that was created in 1964 called the National Election Service. It's where all of the results get sent for federal elections from every state. They get calculated, blah, 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 compiled, whatever they want to call it. Nobody knows what the algorithm is. It is a group made up of Reuters and the, the major news services or propaganda outlets. They control it. Nobody's allowed to ask the question anything. You can't find it, anything. Even reporters have tried to infiltrate them acting as young kids who had parents who worked there. Security wouldn't even let them on the property, folks. This is so secretive. It's like the Fed Reserve's books. It's the same thing. Probably, imagine that. It might, probably the same people. But they compile it and then send those results back. Look, even it's been admitted multiple times, JFK helped rig the his election in 1960 by sending his dad and whoever else to the mob in Chicago. Well, it's in movies. I've heard it. Even, even the propaganda outlets have talked about that one before. But it is most likely my contention by reading the evidence, and go read it yourself, the book is called Vote Scam. I think it was written in the early 70s by a couple of Democrat hippies, as a matter of fact. Imagine that. They found out that it was all rigged. They're, they ran for office. That election was rigged. So more than likely, and when I say more than likely, in the high 90 percentiles, there hasn't been an honest federal election since 1964. They changed the name eventually and allowed Fox News and one other one in in on the in on the scam as well. And I don't have it in front of me. I actually had it. I, I changed iPads recently and something got messed up in the transfer. Everything else transferred my but but my books. So I gotta go in back in and dig that out. But the book is called Boat Scam. Read it for yourself. Go find out. So when I say highly probable. Highly, highly probable that it's all been rigged. I said this in the last one, this whole thing that everybody's been chasing in this last one, and I'm not saying that they haven't used the mail-in ballots and all that, but that is really an operation that can be caught publicly and is a smokescreen, just like in the military when we throw white smoke so we can obscure everything and sneak off behind it and seal our movements. Consider everything that just went on in the 2020 election, that concealment smoke, to protect the original operation. Look, look, shiny nickel over here in my right hand. Add on, you don't even know I have a left hand anymore. The magician's trick. It's the oldest trick in the book. Anybody doing sleight of hand, 
If they want to, they want to keep something in their left hand, they're constantly flashing their right hand in front of you. Come on, folks. This is not rocket science. But it does take a little courage to admit because it's depressing and the rest of it. But it be, can be overcome. The first thing is we have to admit we have a problem, right? Just like in AA and anything else. So I'm saying all that because I think Trump was part of that. Whether he knew it or not, look, they control the elections, even the presidential ones. So I'm really beginning to think and it's starting to kind of settle. Yeah, this is probably, they, they kind of brought him in and, and allowed him to win that election in 16 just to ramp everything up. Look what happened. And the divisiveness went even worse and everybody, I've even seen polls now where the people blame it on Trump. He's too this, he's too that, he's too polarizing, blah, blah, blah. These are Republican voters. And I thought, well, no, he's not. That's you. I, it's one of the things I've hated since I was a kid. And when I say kid, I mean even before 18. We're in the neighborhood of 15, 16-ish, where I was taught and realized, you ever hear people say, you make me angry, you make me feel this. I've had people say this to me before, even in the last couple of years. Oh, don't make me feel guilty about that. I don't make you feel anything. No one makes you feel anything. We choose our own. We allow. If we... If, any time in my life where I've allowed where someone else has had control, that's because I've allowed them to have control. That's true in everything for all of us. So when these people say Trump's too polarizing, oh blah blah, you know he's not. The people who allow it to affect them that way are the people that have surrendered control to even Trump. I'm not saying he's a bad guy, a good guy. That's not my place to say. When he makes that jump to light speed, and it's not far off, won't be able to take any of the towers that say Trump on him with him. And he'll have to answer for all the stuff on his personal level to his maker, just like we all do. No one escapes that. And whatever excuse he come, oh, I didn't want to lose all the money I had. wasn't convenient for me to do this at the time. That's not going to fly for him or any of us. wasn't convenient for me to stand up for someone else. And I'm not saying he's never done that. But I think you get the idea. The reason I'm going through this, the real danger of Trump, and history shows this, that government agencies, military, everything, anything involved in the government, all are aimed at manipulating the office of the president, so that they can get what they want. I mean, they're the biggest lobbyists, folks. The heads of the departments, the people who work in it, heads of the CIA, FBI, other things, Justice Department, every everything else. And they have direct access. That's what it's all about. Go read in the history books. It's all about chiefs of staff controlling access to a president and all the people that want to get to him. Because he can give you an... Make stuff happen for you. It's not like you have to go to anybody else. <laughs> you know, you're at the top of the food chain, so to speak, there. 
And he didn't understand, I guess, I don't know, he didn't understand that he should. He's an executive, but maybe he thought it was mostly like business, his business world. I'm the, I'm the head honcho, so you got to do what I say. You know, I think there was a song about that, wasn't there? Wish that I could be the head honcho. Everyone did whatever I said to do. I shout out in order. Hey, man, get me some of this. And boy, don't make me want to change my tone. Something to that effect. I think it's an old uh, Matchbox 20 song or something. I don't know. Something from the 90s era. But anyway. Well, he failed at that. He let people in and put people in places that had no business doing there from bar all over the place. Should have fired uh, the chiefs of staff, at least the top ones. Because they're not... In it for us either. So it's just kind of continuing now with bad choices for people he's backing for office. Even here in the blue, blue state of Maryland that I live in, I, when I saw a couple of the people, I thought, he is he desperate or did he just completely lose his mind? <laughs> My goodness. And let me go on with that one since, okay, so for the elections here, candidates, Republicans, and Democrats are light, are vying for control of government, not to diminish its power. Doesn't matter who I see, I, I and I'm getting inundated with all the little mailers and the rest of it, commercials, this, blah, blah, that. And... They're not talking about, I hear a couple of them you hear, well, limited government. And all they think that it means is, well, the, the Congress doesn't do this much or I'm going to help limit. You're not going to help limit anything. You're going to get there. They're going to tell you to sit down, shut up, take your place, or you'll be gone. I have news for you ones that are out there. Now, I'm not saying that because if good people have the conscience want to run. I've had people come up to me many times over the last several years ask, hey, you know, KC, should I run? And I always say the same thing because I do not, what happens in former candidates that have run for an office and didn't get elected to it are always sour, full of sour grapes. Ah, oh, blah, blah, the people this, blah, blah. So anybody who wants to do it, that something they failed at, they think, oh, well, First off, they think failure at it has a bad stigma and you should be embarrassed about it. I actually had people hit me with that when I ran a second time after being a libertarian. Oh, he failed at running as a libertarian. I thought, that's the way you look at life? I feel sorry for you. Sure, it's a failure. I'm going to call it whatever you want. But at least I did something. And I know at the end of the day that... Whether I succeeded at it or not, and maybe it just wasn't part of a bigger plan that I do in the sense to protect me or whatever the whatever it is. And I honestly think it is that that really good people who run for office who don't make it, I think in sometimes in a way, heaven is protecting them. Because if I had one person tell me one time, well, you get elected, you know, the last person who sat there with a Republican, they stayed there for 30 years. And the current one that sits in that office at the federal level, a Democrat, he'll stay there till he's dead as well. 
and they go, how are you going to do that? And I really couldn't answer it honestly because it would have blown their mind. They just couldn't have taken it. But I really wanted to say to it, do you think I want to be around that many scumbags <laughs> that often for that long? Look, I've been into war zones before, and you're here flying in. Unless you're a total moron, if somebody tells you, hey, look, uh, the war's over, you don't need to go into the battlefield and get shot at, uh, okay, cool, nice, I'm glad to hear that. Not that I wouldn't have gone, and I'm not, you know, okay going. But if you don't have to, why would you want to? Anybody that has any kind of reasonable brain would want to. But not only that, I don't care from Kevin McCarthy to all of them. You talk about scum bags, folks. Absolute scum bags. Who wants to be around that? Who in their right mind would want to stay around that any longer than you would have to? Anyway, I didn't lose my place. So as I look, these candidates, Republicans alike, they're not running to diminish government's power, even when they say limited government. They're just vying for control of it. i give you a perfect example. I might have heard one from Arizona, but in the area I'm at here, even the vaunted Republican candidates... I don't hear a single one of them promising to do away with the FBI in the fact or go rescue the political prisoners that are being held in Guantanamo Bay, D.C. Even the ones that are former military. Oh, I'm in a fight. I was in the military. Blah, 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 blah. That's great. Thanks for the service. That was yesterday. Even for me. Just because I, I or you did something X amount of years ago, even X amount of days ago, two days ago, that was two days ago, it's over, done. What are you doing today? This moment right here, right now. And I don't hear any of them promising that. That that's what they're going to, no, no. I hear the typical ones. Here we go. And you're probably in your area too. Pro Second Amendment. Okay. Great, cool, pro-life, and I'm going to get to that one in a minute. I'm pro-life and back the blue. Those are the ones that I keep seeing over and over. In their little mailers and the rest of it. So, okay, let me go ahead and get to it because it's on everybody's radar or whatever you want to call it. Give me one second, folks. I'm going to take a quick sip. And even though I know it's 5 o'clock somewhere, it's just water. <laughs> but here we go. So let me give you this one, and you can take it for what it's worth. I know some people are going to not like this one, but whatever. You, you'll If you'll get over it, or you won't. Uh, what was it? Either way, Scarlet, I don't give a damn. In some sense. But here you go. Everybody, I had people call me immediately within hours of the 
Supreme Court's decision, celebrating the decision that, and they even said it, that now abortion has been banned. My first thought was, no, it hasn't. Actually, all the Supreme Court did was their job finally and kick it back down to the states where it belonged. Now, my next thought is, and I've been telling people that get preach this liberty, you know, the faux liberty lovers, and that would be mostly the Republican Party, because let's face it, the Democrat Party, it makes no bones about it. They don't care about your liberty. We're just going to tell you what to do. Do it the way we say we're a militant group. We'll send our people at, after you from Antifa to Black Lives Matter to the climate freaks, to whoever it is, to enforce our will on you. At least they're straight up and honest about it. Republicans, on the other hand, use the guise of liberty and freedom and blah, blah, blah. But I've been telling this, telling Republicans this for quite a while, that you create your own resistance on the other side, and really what you're talking about is your morals enforced upon someone else. Someone show me. And, well, actually, before that, heaven itself, when created this universe, us, and the rest of it, are you telling me that heaven didn't, couldn't foresee that there was going to be the possibility of abortions? That men, women, we were going to do some evil, awful things. And yet, they still left that choice up to us. Telling me heaven couldn't have made the birth of children, the reproduction of it, out of an egg, you know, where it was outside a woman or a human's body, to take that decision away completely? Is that what you're saying to me? Somehow, I doubt it. That's not what happened, is it? They, they knew ahead of time and left it up that way anyway. Did, it, did, did God not do that? Did our creator not do that? Leave it up. And where, somebody show me where in any good book, Bill Good Book or any other one, where it where heaven said it's your job to enforce what I your morals or the morals of right and wrong upon someone else. I left it for free choice, but no, 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 you take it up upon yourself to enforce the morals on someone else. And by heaven, use government to do it. Those are the same people that'll talk a liberty out their rear ends. Now, please don't get me wrong. It is abhorrent, horrible. Yes, a sin against heaven and earth and life itself. But if our creator left that choice up to someone, who the hell are you? And on top of it, 
Who the hell are you to say that government should enforce that? Now, like I said, I'm fine with the Supreme Court leaving it up to the states. They want to reflect. Supposed the government part is supposed to reflect the will of the people in that one. And if that state and those people want to go that route, they have the free choice to do it. But the same people that'll do that because they're so morally superior. And who among us, show me in the good book, who among us is without, I tell you what, those of you without blemish, Pick up that rock and throw it. Go ahead. First off, there is no one without blemish on the face of this planet. I don't care what you've done. I don't care if you've never smoked, never drank, never cussed. I don't care if you've locked yourself in a room 24-7 and do nothing but pray and read the Bible. You are no better, none, than anybody else, not Trump, Hitler, no goddamn body. But you keep thinking you are. And see that part, even the stuff beyond government. I'm going to take a breath for a second. But I just want to remind you people, because I get so sick of you up and high and mighty people. Now, I don't agree with it. I don't wouldn't have anything to do with it. I wouldn't suggest to my daughter or any other human being to ever do it. But it doesn't mean I'm going to go stand up and condemn those people or tell them they have to because of whatever I might think my moral superiority is. That they have to do this or that and then I'm going to influence the government to make them do it. So when you do that, because you're moral, oh my goodness, I'm a Christian, I'm a this, I'm a that. It's right. I'm a, somewhere show me in the good book where somebody endowed you to be the warrior for all that's good when you're as flawed as anything else that's out there. Keep thinking you're not. Remember that part that says, yeah, many of you who think you're going to be first in line will be absolutely last. And there are sinners out there, whores, people who've had abortions, people who've killed people that may get into heaven even before your dumb ass. That wasn't the part. <laughs> that wasn't a direct quote, obviously. But I think you get the point. And forgive me, uh, they're having above for using those. Said I'm going to take it, take a breath. But I really want to drive that point home, and I, sometimes I ah, cannot stand uppity people who think they're better than anybody. And I run into so many Christians who think it, and I don't get it. Because when Mary Magdalene came in to wash his feet with her tears, I don't remember reading in the book, oh, who's this whore? Get this slut out of my face. Smack! You, what, you think abortions just happened in modern time? No, I don't remember that being the way. Remember, oh, what, you, he hung out with the whores, the thieves, the godless, the drinkers, the gluttons, the sinners all the way. And he reminded they may get into heaven even before you. 
but they love, and I hear it all the time. I've had, I had people ask me when I was running, well, what do you think about abortion, gays, and drugs? And I go, I look at them and go, why? You throw in a party? I mean, if that's your thing, you go right ahead. I'll defend your right to do it. But, I, you know, I'm not interested if that's what you're asking me. And they will, oh, my God, you're for gay, you're for gay, you're for this, you're for that. Shut up and pull your head out of your ass and realize you're a beggar, a thief, a murderer, everything. There is no sin in the eyes of heaven above that is less or worse or better. If you committed one, you've committed them all. That's why when he said, he without it, pick up that first stone and throw it all you want. And you'll be the first ones who do. So when it comes back on you and they want to take your gun, so to speak, or they want to take your money, take your property and the rest of it, and they're using government to control you, you're the first ones who complain about it. But as soon as you get the opportunity, well, I want to put my morals on you and enforce it on you because, oh, this is righteous. We as humans, as sin, wouldn't know righteous from our asses in the hole in the ground. Anyway, I'm going to move on. Hopefully I've driven that point home. You don't have to believe something's right in order to allow other people the ability to make their own choices on it. Heaven did that above. Thank goodness heaven isn't like us because we would have never been created. Or we'd have been created and made robots. You know, there was one in heaven who believed it should have been that way. That sh They believed that we shouldn't have a choice. That we'd be imperfect. And we should have been made to worship heaven and God and be obedient and subservient to it. The name of that creation or individual, I don't even know what word to use in that sense, was Lucifer. And look what happened. Took half the heavenly host with him, or a bunch of them anyway. I don't know if it was half. So even in heaven, there's free will to deny to, no, it's not deny, to be disobedient to heaven above, even in heaven. So who the hell are you on earth? Oh, but I'm a good Christian. I'm a good dish. I'm, a, I'm, 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 I'm the righteous. Sadducees and Pharisees, full of all dead man's bones and corruption. But vote Republican. So as the government slowly takes control of your life, don't bitch and complain. Shut your mouth and eat your dirty laundry because you love it so much. And if that pisses you off, and may, oh, Casey's crazy. I don't want to listen to his garbage. Don't. Nobody's forcing you to. Go the hell somewhere else then. Frankly, Scarlet, I don't give a damn. I do find it interesting on the Democrat side now when this decision was made that all of a sudden all of, many of them from the Maxine Waters and the rest of them that the Supreme Court is now illegitimate. 
how how interesting and convenient when they make a ruling that's in that you don't like all of a sudden now it's illegitimate when some of us have been telling you it's been illegitimate the whole damn time but keep your head up your rear end with the rest of the the rest of them out democrats republicans just take your head stick it straight up your ass where you're comfortable most comfortable with it And let me give you an example on that. Couple of them. Here you go. I mean, do I? I'll use this state here. We have everyone came and told us you gotta vote Republican, vote Republican. Oh my God, save the country, elect Hogan. How's that working out? He's gonna be running for president. I hope, hopefully, he'll run into the same. You know, people in states like. Maryland and other ones that are so close to D.C. think the rest of the country is like this place. Even the Republicans, and I'm telling you, it's not. Because we're so close to the center of power. Hades on Earth. That would be New Beijing, formerly known as Washington, D.C., Everybody that lives in my neighborhood, well, not everybody, but I guarantee you 90% of them, and anywhere within 60 miles of Hades on Earth works for the government in some way, shape, or form. So when pandemics strike, scamdemics, and people get laid off, businesses close. L. Rushbo used to talk about this all the time, too, when he talked to people within the Hades Beltway, Hades on Earth Beltway. That, what are you talking about? There's no problems. We're doing fine. Well, of course they are because they're getting their Christmas turkeys and dinners and paychecks no matter what happens. The rest of us will pay our taxes so that you get all the money you you get and you get your your retirements and the rest of us, the rest of it that none of the rest of us get. And I hear you go. I'm going to tell you. I know that some of the staunchest Republicans, they get all their money from the government. Multiple retirements from it. Everything. And we'll still say, therefore, limited government. <laughs> Just not limited my pay. But here's a couple other examples. Arizona representative, and I should say repugnant. The repugnant. You got the Democrats and the repugnants. Signs a bill banning filming of police within eight feet in that state. So you can't film the police within eight feet. Oh, it's safety. Because if you've ever seen people trying to film the police doing something illegal anyway, and if you're doing something legal, why would you care if people are filming it? Get over it. In fact, I thought they worked for us. Uh, and I'm going to get to that in a few minutes. And you can go on and on, and I could go on and on about Republican governors, people in places, passing laws that are just insane. I'll give you a perfect one here in this state. After the one Supreme Court uh, gun decision law 
about with New York going on. Our Republican governor here contacted, because in this lovely state where we have a Republican governor and so many of those Republicans who serve in the state who now want to go on to other offices, just play the musical chairs. Career, repugnant, Republican, same thing, repugnant, Republican, you can, either one, that want to go on and on and on and career politicians. But they're for limited government, folks. They're for the little guy. Anyway, our illustrious, repugnant governor here, here, if you want to exercise your Second Amendment right, you have to ask the state police. Now, somebody show me where in the Constitution where, in it, where it says you have the right to bear arms as long as you go and ask the police department if you can have a, the, a permit to carry a gun. And then if you go ask the other government people, which are still police, if you can carry it concealed. I missed that part. I mean, I'm looking right at it right now, but somehow I'm missing those words. Maybe I, my glasses aren't working or my eyes. I mean, I, I know my vision's deteriorated and I just can't. Can somebody email me where it says that in there? Because I seem to be missing it here. Because I've said that and I know some people that are in those agencies and I I look at them and go, I'm not, a, why would I ask? If I want to carry, I'll carry. Fuck you. I don't, I'm not, I'm not required to ask anybody in the government to exercise my right. But finally, the repugnant government here said, well, let's turn it over to the state police. Well, maybe we need to drop that requirement because now the Supreme Court says it's this way. He couldn't stand up on his own and do that from the very fucking beginning. Excuse my language. Hope you don't have any children around. See there goes my furnace again. <laughs> I like Jefferson am against anything for the controlling of the minds and hearts and actions of people. Individuals. All you for the government on the repugnant side can take it and shove it straight up your asses. Because it's all you're doing. You wouldn't know liberty if it beat you in the face. Yes, there's a an oxymoron there, or whatever it's called. Let me remind you of some other stuff, whether it was done by Republicans or anything. This government, remember, 125,000 American citizens at one point were put into internment camps by the president, and every, many people cheered it. Those were Japanese Americans. Here's another one. Over this last scandemic, and how many of you repugnant, registered repugnants 
are vaccinated out there. And I don't want to hear you had to keep your job this. See, what a back to that thing I told you. No one wants to risk it. Do you want to shove crap in your body? By all means, I don't care. If, whether it be a vaccine, cocaine up your rear end, I don't care. You want to dress however you want to dress, go for it. Just don't come telling me I have to do A, B, C, or D because you're too stupid not to. Pfizer's argument, okay, there was a whistleblower, go look her up, Brooke Jackson. She was the person hired to come in and do the final kind of study to show what Pfizer and the other ones had done, I guess, or maybe it was just Pfizer, from A to Z in creating these quote-unquote vaccines. She found out it was flawed from A to Z and became a whistleblower and sued Pfizer. Now they're in court. Now Pfizer's argument. Give me one second, folks. I'm going to do a little throat clearing and take a sip of water. One moment. All right, back. Back in the saddle again. All right. So Pfizer's argument in this is that the government should dismiss the case. Of course, they all say that. But wait, wait for it. Here's the reason. Because the government was 100% aware of the fraud we were perpetrating. And they did business with us anyway and allowed us to inject you with it anyway. So... There's no fraud. The government knew. The only dumbasses who didn't know were you. But people told you and you wouldn't believe them anyway. But the government did. And you elected these people. They did it in your name. So uh, it's okay. So reality check for all you folks out there, all you faux Jeffersonian trumpeteers and the rest of you out there in Rio and across. Rio Linda, sorry. Reality check. The government is aware of all the fraud going on because it's the perpetrators of it. Hello, McFly. Hello. Do you want to know the biggest criminal conspiracy going on in the entire world? It's called the United States government. Nothing new here. Move along, move along. Nothing new here to see. Oh my gosh, look at that. Now, for those, let me get on, move on a little bit from where I was in the sense. Remember I told you these people running, pro-life, Second Amendment, blah, blah, blah. Back the blue. Now, I have family in law enforcement. I'm sure many people out there do. And I know good people in law enforcement. So this isn't a scathing indictment of everybody in it but i wore a uniform too and i'll tell you the military is as corrupt as the day is long bought it while i was in it put my stripes my pay everything i had on and there and left it because it was so damn corrupt and any of you folks out there that are in the news and would like some deep stories in it, even from some current whistleblowers, get in touch with me. 
I know there's one or two of you out there that listen sometimes. Get in touch with me. We'll do it behind the scenes. And I can give you endless stories for your shows. You can have the people on. They'll be so happy to be able to tell the American people their stories. Call me, Balboa. Just call me. Call me, collect. Email me. <laughs> Anyhow. But if you are, you have the obligation to expose the corruption. And believe me, if the military's corrupt, then the government's corrupt, then the blues just as corrupt. I know I've had people tell me the stories behind the scenes, witnessed much of it myself, some of it. And let me put it to you this way. Look around when you see on TV. Look at who it is in every country, including this one, opposing the people on the behalf of government. Any guesses out there? Even the people in Rio Linda can figure this one out. It's law enforcement. It's the people in blue. So tell me again why I should back the blue. How about... They swear an allegiance to backing me and you. Not the Bidens, the Obamas, the Clintons, the Bushes, the Trumps, the Hogans. It doesn't matter. That they back you and I, the people. Now, I know they do in many instances. Believe me, I know you guys do. I've talked to and they don't do it publicly because they don't want to lose their jobs, but they don't pull people over for certain things, or if they do, they kind of look the other way. I, I get it. Even I'll give like our sheriff in our area would not enforce the gun laws if they got passed. They were, you know, just as there are, are what do they call it? The city where the immigrants can be. The The words escaping me at the moment. And I'm sure some of you out there are saying it, going, hey, it's this, Casey. <laughs> well, for, sorry, my brain, I'm having a little bit of beep. Oh, it's right on the tip of my tongue, too. Hold on, hold on. Ah, I had it. It was about to say it. Couldn't now. Anyway, but they, they would say, look, if they pass these guns, laws, we are not enforcing them. I was, I saw an article. That, oh, here you go. Perfect example here, too. Let me, another one. Where Garland, the attorney general, because one of the Supreme Court justices, Kavanaugh, lives here in the state of Maryland, and there are people protesting at his house. Come on, folks. And really, I want to find the, where those people, who they are and where they live, and send a thousand people to their neighborhood. They'd be the first ones screaming. Oh, I can't sleep. What about these people's poor neighbors? But they don't care. Anyway, so they, the governor here and the governor of Virginia, both Republican governors, because there's Supreme Court justice that lived in Virginia too, sent a letter to Garland. Hey, you need to be enforcing. That's against the law. The, 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 federal, the federal people need to step in. And of course, all they really do is kick it back Back and forth, you got two Republican governors, one, maybe both of them want to run for president, playing games. Well, 
Correct me if I'm wrong there, Porky Pig Hogan. That's exactly what the heck you look like. A fat fuck. I'm not even going to start in on Yunkin. You guys, he's, so he's got the globalist glove so far up his rear end. Please. It's your job to protect your citizens, whether the federal government does it or not. And then if I was lived in these places and was a Supreme Court justice or at, I'd be wondering where the hell my sheriff is because that's the head law enforcement person in an area, the sheriff. So go stick your foot up his ass first. Now, one of them's in Montgomery County. He's probably a Democrat. But I know a Democrat one in another in another area. Very nice man. I don't, I would hope he would do the right thing and protect the people. Maybe not. And here you go. This just came out too. One of the police snipers at Uvalde had the shoot the shooter in his sights before he even entered the school, but didn't fire because he said he was waiting for permission to fire from above. Now, hold on a minute. I'm not a lawyer, but I I slept at a Holiday Inn last night. Or Holiday Inn Suites last night. From what I understand, even you and I, a common citizen, if we see somebody blowing somebody people away with a gun or stabbing people with a knife or something, if we, we can use deadly force, I'm pretty sure law enforcement understands that. Because the Marshal Service and others, I'll give you a perfect example, had no problem shooting a lady while she had her baby in her arms at Ruby Ridge. I don't know if he called anybody for the authority to shoot. That's a bunch of crock of crap. And yeah, does the blue black you or not? Ask those people in Uvalde. That have dead children. All because, and yeah, the video's coming out now because they're standing in a freaking hallway for what? 50, 60, 70 minutes? So, I ask you, and all those that put it on their campaign things, back to blue. Do they back you and me and you? You look around where their people are being oppressed in the world. The Netherlands, Italy, Germany, UK, Australia, New Zealand. It's a big gang of people in blue uniforms that are there on the front lines doing it. Now, here's something else I want to throw about on the other side. That a lot of people, if I remember correctly, and as I'm watching these people, aren't a lot of the people screaming about Roe and these women running around and even guys too? Oh, my body, my choice. Aren't you the same ones that were telling me and others if we haven't, we don't have, we can't have access to ivermectin or other drugs, and if we don't put some shot in our bodies that we need to be put in internment camps? Yeah, people on CNN and other 
uh, propaganda outlets calling for it. Wait. Oh, back to that thing again. Government enforced being used as a hammer to enforce something upon someone else. And before you Republicans out there all point the figure at Democrats, you just part of the same thing. Look, forever and for those out there, you know, who, who want to tell us that we have to, that we should be put this poison in our body. Look, I, just to tell you, I'm trans-vaccinated. That means I identify as being vaccinated. So I'm just be good, right? Wouldn't want to offend the trans community. Saw this one in the news, and it goes along with these same people. The Green Day singer attached to all this. Not that I care. <laughs> now this idiot comes... I like some of their music. Comes from a country that has a queen and royals. He's going to give up his American citizenship because of the Roe versus Wade decision. By all means, please do. By all means, please do. Now, let me go back for a minute. Well, two things really here. I have to remind myself. I want to remind you. Don't know if I've told you this one yet, but September 2019, President Trump, and I still do believe he is the legitimate president, signed the Modernization Act 2019, and in it, required the NIH to testify in front of Congress about some of the technologies it would be using. So December 4th, 2019, there's a 14-page report from the House Energy Committee and the Subcommittee on Oversight of Investigations. Fauci testified to it. We are going to be using self-assembling nanoparticles. Members of Congress, the Republicans sitting there, said nothing, not a zip. So for all those people, even including the Republicans, folks, and there's nothing wrong with being part of a group. Okay, I've said this before. Nothing at all. Nothing. You want to be part of a Republican group and meet and do things? Great. By all means, do. And even if you don't want to do nothing that challenging other than have picnics and stuff, that's fine. No problem. Just don't be waving your fingers at other everybody else and then telling the rest of us that we have to go along with this whole party thing that you guys are caught up in. Somehow we're not as intelligent or this as you folks are because, you know, you have an R behind. Or I have to vote for somebody because they have an R behind their name. I don't care about the letters. Never did. It was a Registered independent from the time I was 18 till late 40s. And the only reason I changed because the Libertarian Party was nice enough, kind enough to give me their nomination to run for them for a federal office. So I thought it was the least I could do. And when I ran as a Republican, I thought, okay, 
because some nice folks asked me to as well. Thought it was the least I could do. I'll come over and meet you halfway, three quarters of the way, 90% of the way, and they still couldn't make it those 10% of the way. So for all those who call us conspiracy theorists, blah, 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 the whole nine, because we talk about, look, Fauci admitted it right there. And he was saying, and other people have talked about it too, that they're going to use these jabs to put stuff in our bodies. And one of them is self-assembling nanoparticles. Go look at these 60 Minutes. It was the head of Navy research about putting these things that was contained in the shots so that they could read people's, monitor their health from complete A to zero. Then if you go look at the World Economic Forum that took place just, what, a month ago? If it was that long ago. They were on there, and one of the Klaus Schwab minions, the future, in the future, you will not need your cell phone. It will be inside your body. They said it point blank. You know, we have, what is it? Uh, 5G for 6G. You won't need a cell phone. It'll already be inside you. And they gave us specific examples of how you'd be woken up, told how you do this, and the whole nine yards. And let me go back for all those who want to say and make, and this is for the Romneys of the world. And folks, I have some of you folks, and I can't imagine, hopefully you aren't the kind of folks that voted for Romney, but we have a lot of folks, listeners in Utah. Let me see if I can pull up there. Give me one second real quick. <laughs> and we're very thankful to have you folks. I know Mr. Skousen's out in that area, so maybe some of the people come from that. But, you know, here we go. From Salt Lake City, Logan, Boulder Town, St. George, Roosevelt, Delta, Orem, Hurricane, Eagle Mountain. I'm not even familiar with some of the Ogden, even. Love to see you. You guys want to invite us out? Uh, invite me out there sometime. Send me an email. Love to come visit. Beautiful state. So I'm assuming you aren't the folks who would vote a Romney in office. Stop. What is going on out there? This, he's one of the ones, saw him quoting the other, just the other day, why Trump isn't fit for office because he's still questioning the election, threatening our democratic processes. Meanwhile, <clears throat> I have, I'm not even going to go down. You, you know how, what a, there's a perfect example of someone Casting the first stone that has no business. But why would they not have seized control of the voting system? It's the access to government. They've seized everything else, but they're going to leave that alone? Oh, no, no, no. They'll, they'll take over everything else, but not our precious voting system. No, they're not. They wouldn't go after that. No, no, no. Oh my goodness, they want to kill half the population. More than that, but they're not going to go after the voting system. They want you to put 
horrible poison in your body, but they don't want to mess with the boating system. You know, and let me, was reminded of another Thomas Jefferson quote, being against everything that is against to oppress the mind of man. But he also said at one time, I hope that in the future people don't lose the true meaning of liberty in the, their enjoyment of plenty. And let me make the point, too, that, you know, people like Charles Schwab, Bill Gates, and the likes, none of them are elected to anything. But don't fool yourself. Neither were a lot of people that sit in Congress honestly, uh, truthfully elected to the office. Just go ask some little people who've run against people that are, that are sitting in Congress. And here's one, speaking of current Congress stuff, I just read in an article the other day, and then I went to a couple places to verify it. And give me one second to type something in. That Kevin McCarthy has... Broken all kinds of records, hundred and twenty plus million dollars in fundraising so far. And I, my first thought was, what moron would give this guy a wooden nickel? To here you go, and here's <clears throat> excuse me to flip the house, make the house repugnican. Well, here you go. For all you faux Jeffersonian trumpeteers out here, let's look at who's donating to him. Enterprise Product Partners, Harbinger Strategies, Ultra Group, Silver Ventures, ConocoPhillips, the Blackstone Group, Miller Strategies, Jacob Oil, S&B Engineering, Station Casinos, American Airlines Group, Rock Holdings, GEO Group, American Financial Group, Apollo Global Ma Management, Chevron. Oh, yeah, because these people have all, all of you folks our best interest at heart. Of course they do. Here, I mean, even you go, California Dental Association, California Association of Realtors, Farmers Insurance, Peace Officers Research Association, Duke Energy, AT&T, Eli Lilly, <laughs> AmeriCorps Capital, Crapital, Kern Oil. By industry, insurance, real estate, oil and gas, those are the top three. Pharmaceutical and health products, number four. Beer, wine, and liquor. Sounds like our Democrat congressman here. Tobacco. General Contract, Credit Union, electric, Electrical Utilities, Air Transportation. Here you go, top 10, Lawyers and Lobbyists. Oh, yeah, he's all for you. He's all for us. Everywhere. I'm sure. 
And what I just read were the top 20. <laughs> yeah, okay. But keep buying into it. I'm going to take a short, short break here, and then I will be back to hit you with even more. This is the Vault 76 show. You're listening to WKAIR1776.com. I'm your little old host, KC. What the heck do I know? But stick around. You might learn to find something you learn or just think, hey, this guy's so crazy. I hate him so much. I can't stop listening to him. Either way, I'll be back in a moment, heaven willing. This equation has four factors, a little bit of multiplication. So you've got a thing on the left, CO2, that you want to get to zero. And that's going to be based on the number of people, the services each person's using on average, the energy on average for each service, and the CO2 being put out uh, per unit of energy. So let's look at each one of these and see how we can get this down to zero. Uh, probably one of these numbers is going to have to get pretty near to zero. Uh, that's back from high school algebra, but let's, let's take a look. Uh, first, we've got population. Uh, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, health care, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. Many believed that Bill Gates somehow misspoke when he attributed successful depopulation to the vaccines. But it's now evident that he didn't. He was being very clear about the intentions of the globalist agenda. Kill 99.99% of all humans. According to these psychopaths, this is how we will save the planet. And they have convinced an overwhelming amount of the world's population into accepting their agenda and pushing for it. People who believe that humans need to be aborted and believe the human race needs to be culled into a small compliant herd. People that are okay with billions of people starving so long as the screens on their devices tell them it's the right thing to do. But not everyone has gone insane. Some still have a survival instinct. When the Dutch government voted in a scheme that will force farmers to cut their livestock down to unsustainable levels, thereby forcing them out of work and shutting down the second biggest food exporter in the world, the farmers did the right thing and said no. And protests have broken out all throughout the Netherlands. Shutting down the world's second biggest food exporter is all part of the anti-human zero emissions plan. And so the Dutch farmers aren't just protesting losing their jobs, they're protesting the mass murder of the world's population. Just like the Canadian truckers and farmers did last winter, and just like the Canadian police sided with the tyrants, the Dutch cops are doing the same. Police drawing their sidearms on peaceful protesters and opening fire on them. Neil, hey, wapens, jongen, wapens. Hey, Mola, rij weg, jongen, rij weg. Zo, je nog meer maar wapens. Kijk, er maar gewoon! 
using undercover agents and provoking violence to shut down peaceful gatherings. Because the globalists are not taking no for an answer. And while you may back the blue, chances are that they won't back you when it comes to the globalist agenda, which has now enlisted A-list celebrities to convince us all to eat bugs. I'm Nicole Kidman, and I am going to eat a four-course meal of bugs. They're trying to persuade us into dying peacefully, like good, obedient slaves. But soon, the food will start to run out. And worse, more signs of kinetic world war on the horizon as Japan's longest-standing prime minister, Shinzo Abe, is assassinated. And former Russian President Dmitry Medvedev joins President Putin in threatening nuclear annihilation if the United States continues their provocations. Which is exactly what the Extinction Rebellion wants. And it's what the Biden administration wants. It's what everyone in charge wants. The only way out of this is a worldwide people's revolution. The Dutch farmers have begun, and they have been joined by people from other nations. The revolution will not be televised. And if you want to stand up against evil, then now is the time, while you are still alive. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Former United of Dr. James Earl Ray, in your heart of hearts at this moment, you think he is innocent? Yeah, I do. And they say they want the justice Dr. King never received, and they want to know who really killed him. Of one thing they are certain, it was not the man convicted of the assassination. Everybody is, is united in the belief that James Earl Ray not only did not pull the trigger, he didn't know there was going to be a murder that day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Everybody. Absolutely. Evidence I've seen and heard will vindicate or exonerate James Earl Ray, and also it will point the uh, finger at who actually was behind the assassination. This man has sat there 29 years, and he had almost no, basically nothing to do with this assassination. I think truth... Um, so then, who does the King family blame for Dr. King's death? I am told that it was uh, part and parcel Army intelligence, uh, CIA, FBI. This is a staggering idea to carry around. Yes. I think we knew it all along. That's why we're not, like, jumping out of our seats, because we've known for years. What's more... Dexter King now believes the plot went all the way to the White House. Do you believe that Lyndon Johnson was part of the plot to kill your father? I do. Welcome back, everyone, to the Vault 76 show. I'm KC. Did you pick up on some of that right there? That first voice you heard was Bill, G Dr. Bill Gates, sorry. 
because he uh, can program a computer. So now he's a medical doctor. Now, folks, notice when he was talking about population control, the first thing out of his mouth was, and this is old, this is before the scamdemic, said if we could do a better job at vaccines and reproduction services, reproductive services, we can get that 10 million population that we're supposed to grow down by 10 or 15%. Uh, what do you think vaccines have to do with controlling population? Scamdemic, anybody? Got a shot in you? Yeah. And let me go on to, don't worry about the actress you heard, Nicole Kidman, there. Excuse me. I believe it was Australian or New Zealand TV she got on and did that. And I'm going to eat a full coast meal of bugs. Don't worry, don't worry, because Nicole Kidman has put far worse things in her mouth to get where she's at than now. Uh, Weinstein's anybody? Casting couch? So bugs, I'm sure, are okay. Trust me. She's put far worse things in her mouth than that. But we're the crazy ones. And like I was pointing out before, the whole back the blue thing. Now I want to point out too, these things like the CFR, the Bilderberg Group, the World Economic Forum, and other entities like this, weren't just created by Klaus Schwab and the rest of his people, the Bill Gates, the Rockefellers. They were also created in Prince Bernhardt and the rest of my friends. which controls the future. But they were also created by our intelligence communities. Founders like Dulles, OSS members, the CIA. Think about that union for a second. It's a union of the intel community founded by lawyers, big business, Wall Street, Ivy League, military folks, Sullivan and Cromwell, law firms, Hughes Aircraft, all these folks. It is a new economic world order. Have you heard this thing that, you know, Cochin O'Biden has said? The new liberal world order? To give you an example, and for all you folks in Rio Linda out there that are blaming everybody in the world about this gas things, the gas prices and all that, just as a reminder, the 70s gas shortage, and I lived through this when I was a kid, the energy shortage then was created by the same groups, Kissinger, the Rockefellers, To give you another example, I've said this one before, Rockefeller Sr., this is a direct quote from his book. I became convinced of controlling population 
and population control when I was visiting India. Those people and that country are just filled with bugs. And I've said this before, but I'm going to go over it again too. Another quote from that book. There's no conspiracy about a new world order because it's out in the open. I'm None of us are denying it. I'm not denying it. I am guilty as charged and proud of it. We need a new global economic order, a single world currency, a single world technocratic order, a debt-based fiat currency. History of the central banks and the struggle of that here in America. Just to remind you, Ben Franklin quote, that the prime reason for the Revolutionary War was to get control of the printing and the issuing of currency back into the hands of the colonists and out of the hands of the royals and the international bankers. It's a direct quote, folks. There was a reason between World War I and World War II that they tried to create Not the UN, the name of it is escaping me, but the precursor to the UN under a different name, and it failed. And this is their own quote, too. The World Economic Forum, the Council on Foreign Relations, Trilateral Commission, World Bank, IMF, they are steers, influencers of policies, and policy makers, and policy planners. American policy, world policies, it's not about communists or capitalism. It's about gaining control of those policies. Now, this is coming. For those of you who want to get mad at me for... Dissing on the Republican Party comes from one of Trump's lawyers, his head lawyer, Jenna. The Republican Party is nothing more than the DNC light. Never let me remind you, when I'm speaking of the masters of the universe, it's not a secret cabal, it's not a secret agenda to make a one-world government. David Rockefeller, I in his memoirs, I am one of those people and proud of it. Just like Professor Quigley. Go look up his books. He's a professor, Harvard, I think he taught at Yale too, he, He teaches at the big university in D.C., Georgetown. The enemy of all my efforts, he wrote, are those who oppose the new world order. He's a New York Times best-selling author. Jenna Ellis was her name. Now let me go. 
Also, let me point out something because I had a couple people ask me what I thought about a few things. Maybe if the Republicans get back Congress, this and that, you know, will some of this turn around? Maybe little bits, little bits and pieces at the end of it. And then when I saw the article about the fundraising of Kevin McCarthy, I was reminded of what Jenna, Jenna Ellis was uh, went on many shows and talked about. 2020, the Republican National Con Committee that said to Trump, this is including McCarthy, Barr, and many others, look, what you and Julian or anyone fighting the election or stating that the election is fraud, you're absolutely being ridiculous and fools. Let it go. We're fine with a Democrat president. It will allow us to fundraise more with a Democrat in office. So for those of you who think that, okay, oh, it's going to be peachy, boy, if the Republicans can just take over Congress in the midterms, folks, it's a scam. How many times do people have to tell you anything coming from Hades on Earth just to remind you, that's New Beijing, formerly known as Washington, D.C., is a play. It's a scripted play. And all of them are actors in it. Republicans, Democrats alike. It's a scam. Just... Like his lawyer said, Jenna, Jenna Ellis, tell me again about how the Republicans will save anything but their own asses and their own money. If you think they give a shit about you, well, I hope the sky in Rio Linda is a pretty color for you. Those people who are in the shadows, who manipulate and abuse us, they use, remember those groups, the reason that it was the intel community and them getting together is because they keep that crap secret. Intel, communities, FBI. There's no way they can be honest about this in, in the arena of public ideas and disclosure. Their true plans, except... Rockefeller at least said it in a few of them, but their little puppets can't be. All they do is use and manipulate our system to sow discord between us and spread mass mental illness far and wide. But it is aimed specifically at the American people. If they can get us to fall and just give away our own personal sovereignty. Folks, you can't, we can't even give that away. All that you can do is allow someone else to have power and control over your life. And if you're okay because they have an R beside their name, then enjoy slavery. I don't know how to put it to you any other way. And let me put it to you this way, too.
we're not, we don't need to overcome or fight evil, not because we hate it, fighting anything with hate, but we need to fight to keep the things that we love for all the beauty that we are and all the beauty that we have around us and all the beauty that we were created with. Can't be, hate is not anything to sustain anything. And that's exactly what our enemy is, full of hate. If you break this down to the enemy that is after us hates us more than anything in heaven ever created. Think about it for a sec. That entity defined heaven in heaven itself. It's not even, I you know you. I think heaven can cut people a little bit of slack in the senses we we don't we don't have full knowledge of it. But this entity and the others along with them, at full knowledge, standing there, they weren't even veiled. They had full knowledge of what they were doing and the powers, but they defied it anyway because they hate us. They will never have what you and I have, this experience here. So let's not fight anything, whether it be abortion, whether it be no matter what it is. It's kind of why when I started this off, I said, you know, I don't want to be angry. And even though I kind of, it, it goes up and down, even just during a short time that I'm talking to you, but it can't be about hate. It has to be for the things that we love ourselves, each other, things all around us. You know, and there's a difference between hearing and knowing something. Just as said in the Matrix, the difference between knowing the path and walking the path. Because no matter what they do, no matter what laws they pass, it's like I was saying earlier about I can't see the part in the Second Amendment that tells me I have to go ask any government official for permission to do anything to protect myself. They can strike it, do away with it. They can take the Bill of Rights and set it on fire. Because the Bill of Rights doesn't confer anything on anyone. All it does is state facts that already exist. It's, so if we throw away every physics book and burn it and put all the physics professors in jail... Because we no longer, a, a gravity doesn't exist. Yeah, it just doesn't. It's evil. It doesn't exist. We burn all the books, imprison all the physics professors, teachers, and all that. We're getting rid of Gravity's gone. Is it? Same thing with these things. These pieces of paper are just that. Pieces of paper. Public displays proclamations publicly that just state what already exists. So let them burn the Constitution. Let them burn every piece of paper. Throw away the government too. It doesn't change reality. Doesn't change the fact 
that we were created with the ability to choose for ourselves, right or wrong. But we still have that ability. Heaven left us that ability to choose the right path or the wrong path. Heaven knew there would be murders, horrible things. People would abuse people and animals in ways that we can't even imagine that would just make you lose your lunch. But he gave us that free will anyway. So who are we, or who are you, or who are any of us to use government to enforce our moral judgments? And who are we to judge anything morally anyway? Here you go. For all you folks out there that are fight, fighting pro-choice folks, when's the last time you held someone or comforted someone who had an abortion. Met them after they come out. Not preached at them, but comforted them. As that's what the example would have done. Not condemn them. By condemning them, you condemn yourself too. Is it really that hard to see? No matter how righteous you think you are, who is righteous in the eyes of heaven above? Send me their names. I would love to interview them. Who heaven above deemed as one of the righteous ones. Who are they? Where are they? Only one I can think of. As far as I know, they're not physically present on this earth right now. I know it's just, a, it's a it's a beautiful thought and it's an idea and it's one I, we all have to hold on to. It's kind of in the song. Gotta keep my faith alive till love is found. But before you go preaching next time that this person didn't do this and this moral that, we need to pass the law on that, government needs to make people do this, shut your mouth and look to what the example would have done. I don't remember anywhere in the in, in the words in any part of the New Testament where said, "Well, just get government to do it." Where did the Savior advocate for government to do anything? And if he didn't, I'm sorry. Who were you again? I'm going to leave it at that today. I don't even know how long this went. We've only been going for a little less than two hours. But I think, hopefully, that's enough for you today. I'm going to leave it right there for you. We have the example. Leave the judgments. Try compassion, understanding, and love. Pray for those you hate. Pray for those who hate you. In fact... Let me see if I can find it real quick. Hopefully I still have it on this one. And maybe I can leave it with this before I say goodbye. Poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. 
Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for what is right, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted in the cause of right, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people abuse you and persecute you and speak all kinds of calumny against you for my sake. Rejoice and be glad for your reward will be great in heaven as it was for the prophets persecuted before you. In your prayers, remember your Father knows what your needs are before you ask Him. This is how you should pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation. but deliver us from evil. Sorry about that, folks. There's a little bit of delay playing it back and forth. It's coming off of a hard drive. But hopefully you got the message. So hopefully we conduct ourselves as one of the blessed. We're going to leave this place very shortly, all of us, no matter if we lived 100 years, 200 years. Hopefully, we'll conduct ourselves as one of the blessed folks. Try compassion, try understanding, not moral judgment. Least we be, you be judged. I'm KC, your host. We'll see you next time. Until then, be blessed.